0: Real People. Real Opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic Hits.
0: A new Special Justice Committee may be set up to examine the issue of assisted suicide in Ireland. Now, I'm sure you've heard this talked about over the last year and a half or two years or so, since the bill originally went uh, past or through the doll. Now, it comes after the Justice Committee decided the proposed Dying with Dignity Bill is not workable in its current form. In other words, there's too many problems with the legislation. The bill would have allowed terminally ill people the right to medical assistance to end their life, similar to Switzerland. Uh, But the chair of the Justice Committee, James Lawless, said it is the technical nature of the bill that was flawed rather than the issue itself. The bill itself wasn't for purpose to progress. Uh, Unfortunately, as a piece of legislation, it didn't stack up. It wasn't robust enough. There were a number of drafting errors. There were a number of technical legal errors. And of course, you know... The Attorney-General has to look at these things. I mean, for example, even with the legislation for Monday in relation to, you know, the COVID passes for restaurants. um, It's all well and good the President signing it. It's all well and good the doll passing it. But the Attorney-General has to look at the written legislation and decide, right, can we be sued here? Is there a data breach here? Are we breaking some laws by bringing in this law? Do our people could somebody take the government to court all, all those kind of things have to be looked at when they're wording legislation and obviously this is what James Lawless is talking about he said the chair of the justice committee he said you would really have to start from scratch again but the bill uh I'll gut the bill and start again by way of comparison the New Zealand legislator passed a similar piece of legislation but ran to something like 240 pages this particular bill was 4 or 5 pages long so he, we, uh, we said look It's a very important issue. Very glad we had the debate. Very glad we had the opportunity to look at it. But this needs to be done properly. Sponsor of the bill, People for Profit, T.D. Gino Kenny, says he will begin to redraft the legislation. Now, see, with the greatest respect to Gino Kenny and the greatest respect to most politicians, they don't all know the law. And when they draft a bill, they have to take into consideration the ramifications of the bill. Like, for example one of the things that was said when we talked about the Dying with Dignity Bill in the past was there was no time limit. In other words, if a doctor said to you, you have a terminal illness, in many countries, that terminal illness must be fairly soon. In other words, the doctor would have to give some sort of impression that you only had, say, six months to live before you would be entitled to use the legislation. Whereas our legislation didn't have a time limit from what I know. In other words, a doctor could say to you, you have cancer. It's terminal. It's terminal. But, you know, you could live for two weeks, but you could live for 10 years. And without having, even without having that form, having formed that opinion, you would be entitled to use the legislation. And that was part of the problem with this particular bill. There was other aspects of the bill, too, that really weren't defined properly. And I think that's the, the, the problem with it. He went on, you uh, Kenny said, I'm under no illusion that there's a lot of work to be done, but it can be overcome and all the issues which the OPLA, the Office of Parliamentary Legal Advisors, have stated, uh, can be overcome. If accepted, a new committee could take another year uh, to report, uh, with Deputy Kennedy saying he is still hopeful of passing the new bill in the lifetime of this government. So obviously three within the next three years. The bill was a sensitive one, which had support from campaigners like Vicky Feeling, Gayla Work, who we spoke to many times in the show, and Tom Curran, and the partner of the late Mary Fleming, Mary Fleming, of course, who went to court. And went to the High Court for the right to die where the judges decided under current legislation they couldn't allow her the right to die unless she literally starved herself to death. So the bill is, I suppose, designed for people who are terminally ill or people who are in a situation whereby their are copus mentis. It's not for somebody, for example, who's at the final stages of Alzheimer's and somebody else decides on their behalf that it's time for them to go. That's not what it is. What this bill is about is assisted suicide. You want to die and you want medical intervention to help you to die. That's really what the bill is about. Now, if there was a referendum, which there won't be, because I believe, well, that again is up to the Attorney General and I suppose it's up to the Parliamentary Legal Advisors to decide that if we need to change the Constitution for it, and there may have to be a referendum, but it doesn't look like there will be. This may have to only go through the doll. But if there was to be a referendum, Tomorrow, I would like to know how you would vote on it. For example, there you are. You're in the polling booth. You've got a chance to say yes or no. Yes, meaning you want to change legislation and the law in this country to allow people to make up their own mind as if they want to die. Now, of course, suicide is legal. I don't recommend it to anybody, but it is legal. At one point in this country, it was illegal to take your own life. I don't know how that worked out too well, by the way, but it was illegal to take your own life in this country at one stage. It's not now. Although I suggest nobody ever does it, There's always a, a better way of dealing with problems in your life. But this bill would allow somebody to assist you. So I'll give you an example. Your mother or father has a terminal illness. Uh, they're 50, 60 years of age. They only have six weeks to live. They're in a lot of pain. They can turn around to a medic or a doctor and say, I want to die. I don't want to go through the pain for the next five or six months. That doctor, in turn, legally will have the right to give them an injection or give them a tablet or whatever it happens to be to help them pass away very quickly in their sleep. Similar to the way we do it with a dog, essentially. Although the dog obviously doesn't consent to it, we decide for the dog. A lot of people have used that comparison, by the way. We allow dogs to die with dignity, but we don't allow human beings to do it. Those who oppose the bill believe it's a rocky road. That sometimes... These kind of bills or this kind of legislation makes people think their, wife, their life is worthless and they might be a burden on people. So it's easier if I just go. So mom or dad who's 60 or 70 years of age who might have an illness. Oh, so I'm a burden on the family. I probably should just go because my life is not worth it, The same as everybody else, because we have legislation, which might or more or less says that, because that's what this legislation says. Doesn't it really? That if you have assisted suicide, your life is worth less than somebody who's perfectly healthy. And before you know it, then we get into disabilities and people are saying, well, if somebody has a bad disability, as a child did, by the way, in Europe. So let's give them the right to take their own lives as well. Or let's give them the right to be assisted in dying. To put it in a hypothetical way very quickly before I go to our first caller. You're in a hospital and your mother or your father or brother or sister is in a bed and they're terminally ill. You know, they've only got about six or seven weeks to live. They're in pain. And they don't have the ability to use their hands or legs. Right? This is hypothetical, obviously. And there's a glass of water and two tablets on the counter. And they turn around to you and they say, son, daughter, you wouldn't do me a favour. You wouldn't help me to die peacefully. You wouldn't put those two tablets in my mouth and, and just feed me a drop of that water so I can go peacefully now, would you? Would you do it? Do you think you should be allowed to do that? People have tried it and tried to assist people to die in this country, but currently if you do that in this country, that's murder. And it's not manslaughter, it's murder, because it's premeditated, under current legislation. But, if this comes along, well, maybe you might not be able to do it, but a medical practitioner would be able to do it. So, would you agree with it? Uh, the number is Right? Would you help that person to die? Edward, you're an Ireland's classic of kids. How are you doing, Edward? Uh, I'm not too bad. Edward, it's a, it's a tough one, and I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of in the middle on this.
2: Well, the reason why you're divided is because there are a lot of scenarios that have to be addressed
0: here. So you
2: put three people in the room, and one says it's raining, one says it's dry, and the other says the sun is shining. Mm. So how do you get them all to agree? And the problem is, when it comes to families, it is all about agreement. But is that agreement the best decision that the agreement will make for the patient because you said it there they're not medics and I'm not saying that medics get it right
0: no they don't not all the because, time because
2: l- let's be honest about this the third leading cause of death in the western world is medicines
0: described by doctors uh, and dispensed by pharmacists so therefore we know yeah, no, get hold the- the- on go, go back there Edward for a second I'm curious about that so the third, lead, I don't know where. You, where did you read this? I, I know you're very much involved in, in the medical end of things, but where did you? So the third leading cause of death is what? Overprescribed drugs, or overdose, or a mixture, a combination of medicines that don't uh, kind of sit well together, or uh, what, what, what? What does that actually mean?
2: Well, it means that it's the third. If you go into look at the stats or the statistics, oh, the, lead, the leading said,
0: cause of death is heart disease, isn't it?
2: The third leading cause of death. In the Western world, I don't know about where the West hasn't um, taken over, as in whether it be they don't have toxic food, they don't have all these medicines. But the third, if you go and look at the stats, the third leading cause of death is pharmaceuticals.
0: Do we over-medicate? Is that what you're saying? Well, you know... generally, Sorry, I'm gone well, off on a bit okay, of a tangent I'm, here, but...
2: I, I'm, I, I'm not your doctor.
0: No, but I'm no, I'm just generally saying, do you believe that people over-medicate? I mean, are we taking too many paracetamols? Are we taking too many antihistamines? Are we Because people pop them like Smarties, for God's sake. Are we over- well, 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 are we okay, over-medicating? So,
2: let's look at that. Uh, and, and I would agree with you 100% there. Do we over-medicate with paracetamol? Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I've, I rarely take paracetamol. Rarely, well, very I, rarely. I
2: can't remember, and I'm a pharmacist, so I know this. I, well, I just want to say I know it. I have a pretty good idea on how toxic yet People take them as if they've been told they're smarties. And the fact is that they are severely toxic on the liver. Secondly, they're taking them invariably for the hangover the next day. So you have the alcohol damage in the liver. It's, you, you probably have a mixer in the alcohol, which is damaged in the liver. And then the next morning you have the paracetamol, which is dam- damage in the liver. You go and speak to a liver doctor and he would tell you that it's very much an elephant in the room. Mm. So that's, that's, that's that side. So coming back to your your pharmaceuticals, you know, I have to say that the leading cause of death in the Western world has to
0: be it has to be processed food. Well. I'm not, I, I know, I know what you're, and I know what you're going to say. And, and I'm not, di- but uh, J- Edward, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. Disagreeing but with, when, you when we look medically, up. now hang on, just to, to clarify for people who are just a little bit confused by what you said, and I'll let you explain it in a second, but medically the leading cause of death is heart disease, you know, stroke, cancer. But, but, what you, causes but that heart Well, this is what I was coming to. You're going to tell me that processed food contributes to all those diseases and illnesses. Well,
2: Well, okay. So let's go back and look at where all these doctors came from. All these doctors came from because back in the early 1900s, heart disease wasn't that common. In fact, if I remember doing some research on the number of cardiologists in the United States, say late 1890s, 1900s was, my God, it was it, it, it was definitely less than 100. Now we have over 40,000 cardiologists in the States, if my memory serves me correctly. Now where does this come? Well we're eating processed food. Food uh, obviously stress is a big thing, but processed food and the food that we're eating because it's laced in chemicals.
0: Preservatives, are, emulsifiers, uh, sugars. So
2: whatever it is. Yeah. You can, but look, if you can't look at the thing, you know what is it? If it if it cracks like a duck and it looks like <laughs> a duck, come on.
0: It's a it's duck. A duck.
2: But we can turn around and say it's the genetics and this and that and blah blah blah. When in actual fact, it's quite conclusive. We are killing ourselves with processed food, and then we with with our lifestyles, and then we
0: expect. Well, I, well, I, but then let me ask you a question. And we're, we're we're gone off topic, but I'll come back to the topic in a but second, bring, right? I'll, I'll well, but then, can I ask you a question? If that is the case, and you're telling me that it's processed food over the last particularly forty years, right? Well,
3: that let's that, that go that's
2: a wee bit further, but go okay, on okay.
0: Well, then why are people living longer now than we were living 60 years ago?
2: Well, well, there's a reason for that is because now you're talking about a number. So you're talking about if you actually go and look at in the states and the statistics in the states, they, actually, they reckon that the life expectancy is going to go down. And they are the biggest consumers of pharmaceuticals in the world. And they eat the shittiest food in the world. And, and i and say that with respect. The food is so toxic; it's unbelievable. So you're saying, that everybody's living longer. Well, well, that's true. But are they living quantity, over quality? quality
0: over quantity? Yes. So in, in other words, we're being kept alive, but maybe not in the best condition. In
2: fact, you're you're assisted dying. Okay. Do I want to be in pain? But well, then, do I want my my son? who's only interested in my 150,000 pound whatever.
0: Have you got that much? Whatever.
2: (laughs) But, But Niall, Niall, the problem here is we need to start empowering ourselves to make decisions, correct decisions. You walk into a shop, whatever that shop is, and you're surrounded by processed food. It takes a very strong individual to be able to walk past all that crap. And that's what I call it, because I do. It took me years to perfect this, but I don't take that crap.
0: Oh, well, I do. I'm weaker than you. Edward, I need to get back to the topic. So, the hypothetical situation I gave, before you came on the air, mam or dad who's sick or dying, or brother or sister who's sick and been given a terminal, you know, uh, diagnosis, and they have six months or six weeks to live, and they turn around to you and they don't have the use of their arms and legs and say, Edward, see that glass of water and those two tablets over there? You wouldn't just pop them into my mouth and give me that sip of water so I can leave this world peacefully tonight? Would you?
2: It's, well, well, it's a very difficult one because you have to understand, do I really know what's going on here medically? And assisted dying is already there. Well, it's now, in the form of morphine. six weeks into dying, but it could be like we do look after people we have... Yeah,
0: palliative care, yes palliative care.
2: Yeah, but but that is assisted, you know. Oh no, it is assisted
0: dying, yes, to a a degree, but it's not accelerated
2: No, it's not accelerated, but then you have, you're saying then, well we not apply that to people who don't have proper brain function of dementia or
0: Alzheimer's. No, no, well you can't do that Right. No, so you, I mean, and that part of the legislation, even the legislation that was uh, being run to the the, the the doll and the Justice Committee looked at, there was no suggestion that somebody who'd been diagnosed with Alzheimer's would be able to, uh, or would be allowed to avail of the legislation because you're not copus mentis. So you, you can't make it. there has to be a consensual decision. It has to be, you know, a conscious decision.
2: Well, look, I, I have been in a situation where a brother of mine passed away and they did turn off the machine. Mm-hmm. And I have obviously experienced rigor mortis. I had never experienced that Lisa Sardonicus where it was the time at which he was passing. When they turned off that machine, I tell you, that was the toughest thing I have ever gone through in my life.
0: And, and many people have gone through that do not resuscitate essentially and and you're entitled to that by the way by law. You can have do not resuscitate or you can have if you're in that situation that they turn off the machine. Again, that's not assisted dying um, because assisted well, dying did, somebody could literally walk into a hospital and... But well,
2: that was somebody making a decision. Now, after he passed I actually felt bad. Mm-hmm. So I actually... So I was did you feel guilty? Doctor. Hold on Mel. Feel- I was relying on that doctor to be the expert, but she's not an expert. He's only an expert on the expertise that we have. But they get it wrong. Oh, they do. So uh, I felt bad. I had to, as I always say, go and talk to the man in the mirror because I felt really bad about that. So uh, it is a very tough decision. There are a lot of
0: legal... Ah, Edward, get off the fence. So you're there, you're in the polling station, if it was a referendum, and you have to vote yes or no. What would you do?
2: So uh, having prepared and knowing that this gentleman or lady is, ha, has up, who's begging me to do it, I actually think I would more than likely be the person who would vote yes.
0: Okay, stay there for a second. Let me go to Malachy. Malachy, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Malachy? Good evening, Matt. Uh Malachy, I'm sure you were delighted today because you were against the whole Diagonal Dignity Bill anyway. So I'm sure you're delighted today that Gino Kenny's, uh, Kenny's bill came before the Justice Committee and the decided that it wasn't workable.
4: I'm glad that it's been uh, pushed Well, kick down the road, kicked down the road. And, and that's all it has. Yeah. But you see, the, the people who are pushing this won't stop, and they will continue to, to push this agenda. The very same people who have pushed every other agenda, whether it's abortion or, or, or other issues. But not one of them, Niall, had anything to say when old people were taken out of hospitals last year and put into Norton Homes to die. There wasn't a peep out of one of them. Absolutely. Right? Which is disgraceful. So when these people talk about that they're concerned about sick people or they're concerned about the elderly or they're concerned about the quality of life, it's a pack of lies and it's political opportunism.
0: And you don't think they genuinely have concerns about people who may be in a situation who are in pain in hospital who are destined to die and they want to die with dignity?
4: I, I think that there are very few people in Leinster House at the moment who have any concerns about anything other than their own political careers. They're not concerned about the general public. They're not concerned about the sick. or. The I think, that, I think or
0: that's, that's unfair to suggest they're all in that. They, I didn't they say
4: old. them all. Well, there are more, very few, I said there are very few who are concerned about the, about the people or just concerned about society. What we know is that they continue to vote for a raft of stuff that, that and bring up issues that... The man in the street is not remotely concerned about. I mean, there is no big demand for this, no more than a demand to amend the Constitution to take the reference of, about women in the home out. There's nobody knocking down, ringing your radio station every day, Nile, and saying that this is the the greatest topic and the greatest problem we have. But we, yeah, but no matter
0: what, yeah, but no matter what changes we law, have in law, and we always have to progress as a society, that's just part of life. But we're
4: regressing, right? Niall.
0: But, but Nile. We've n- Nile. I, I've we're never seen, I very rarely ever see situations where people are knocking down the door of radio stations demanding we talk about certain things. I, I, abortion, well, no, I, abortion I, I, would have been one of them, well, by the way. I abortion
4: one. was one of them, and, yes. and gay marriage was another one. Yeah. But the general population wasn't. It was the political, the NGOs or the so-called
0: NGOs, and all of the. I don't the, necessarily the, agree when it, particularly when it came to abortion. I, I, think there was generally an appetite, and there has been for twenty years, Maliki, for that legislation to go to the people and, to go to, why to vote.
4: Because the people were continually bombarded that they made a mis- with the fact that they, they were told they made a mistake and that this was killing women.
5: Okay, okay, what, we well, okay, do, well, what we
4: do now know no, is that almost 13,000 children have been killed since that legislation came in.
0: Okay, and, well that's the way you word it obviously as somebody from pro-life. In other words, there's been 13,000 abortions. Oh, about, uh, we move, move away from abortion if you can for tonight, because I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But getting back to this particular piece of legislation, I mean, I'm genuinely on the fence on it. Uh, I genuinely don't know if it's the right or the wrong thing to do. I genuinely don't know if the sky will fall in or whether we'll end up in a situation in five years where they'll, even, they'll loosen the legislation up even more. I, I, I understand probably what the issues were, were around the time frame because we did there was a suggestion that there would be no time frame on it.
2: But hold on, has Maliki not got a point here? In relation to what? Uh, well, is there really an appetite for this? I can give you more more vital things to be No, know, you're,
0: you're probably right, Edward. There isn't a queue of people trying to get on planes to go to Switzerland to die.
2: No, but it's right, so there so this is not paid be done on state. an individual basis? I'm not given a, 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 a clear blanket to everybody to say to jump on it. McNeil, you know, we've wasted a year and a half and we've, we've created an incredible amount of fear in this country, which saddens me and actually I, I, that man has said there he, I, I'd be worried for everybody in Doyle and because I have to tell you what they've done over the last 18 months is an absolute disgrace absolutely they've closed every business in well, Ireland wait, I mean, there are small many people business. who would
0: disagree with you on that but yeah, however
2: okay, okay. well, well yeah. okay. Okay. so just let me point out they've closed nearly lots of small businesses in
4: Ireland and yet but last year, the, 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 the doll is supposed to be a debating chamber, and there was no debate on any of these issues. So, it, it, you know, uh, it's all very well and good if people, you know, come to a decision after discussing it. But that's not what happened. And um, what we have with, you see, what message are we sending to our old people and our sick people now? We told them last year, we're going to stick you in a nursing home and you can die. Now we're saying... Um, we're going to bring in legislation so somebody can put you down if you become inconvenient. But That's, well,
0: that's not right? really what they're saying, Maliki. Nobody suggested last year that we're going to put you in a nursing home so you can die. I think that's very disrespectful to me. There are any old, older people that did die in nursing homes. But I do agree with you. I do agree with you that there wasn't much... Um, thought given to the decision of moving elderly people from hospitals oh, there into was nursing of thought homes.
4: Thought given to it, uh, Don't be, don't fool yourself on that. Those well, uh, well, it was, well, it was, it was
0: to make space in hospitals uh, for patients that they thought were going to come at the time with COVID. And they, and you're right, they made a huge mistake. And it was raised by Michael McNamara and uh, Pat Tobin as well. Yeah. Um, they made a huge mistake by moving people untested uh, at the height of COVID into nursing homes where but the most vulnerable people was made were.
4: By the HSE. One of Nail, the most Nail, defunct very health systems point. in the world. Hold on a sec. Run by the, one of the highest-paid civil servants in the world, who you know, perhaps if he was to run the HSE, we see only last week again the, another problem with cervical smears, and um, that the Holohan told us a couple of years ago there was no problem with. You know, we're living in a in a in a, that's a bit of an D defunct issue. Defunct society mm-hmm. and. What why, why do we bother saying to young people, why have we got PA a house? Why have we got light into darkness or whatever it's called, raising millions? If we're going to say to people, it's all right to kill yourself. or to get but, well, we're not, we're
0: not. But that's not what we're saying. What we're saying to people is if you ever find yourself in a situation, what this legislation says, find yourself in a situation whereby you're diagnosed with a terminal illness, that you don't have to die in pain, that you can die Nobody in dignity. Nobody
4: dies in pain in this country I,
0: now. Well, we have palliative care. Some people do die in pain.
4: Well, mo- most people don't, unless you, you're lying on the road after a crash and there's no medical help there. Most people get palliative care.
0: If they're but, nobody, but nobody wants to see a loved one, you know, in a hospital die over a period. You know, they and you often hear period people say, oh, "Thankfully, he went very quick." You know, and people like that. People like the the idea of somebody not lingering on for a long time <laughs> and being very very ill.
2: Niall,
0: that, the, see, and, and by the way, nobody is suggesting in any part of any piece of this legislation that you can make a decision, Malachi or Edward or Niall, that we can make decisions for other people, because we can't. Under the legislation, you must make the decision yourself.
4: Would, the decisions will be made on the basis of money and what it costs to keep that pe- person alive. And There's no the suggestion of that in the legislation. Hold on, this law will evolve once it comes in as every other law does, and that's what will happen at the end of the day. This is about money, and this is about people saying to our old people, you're at an inconvenience. So what, like, if your mother is sick and, and is going to live for six months, aren't you better with her living for six months? Absolutely. This is the woman, hold on, my, not, my, uh, Niall. This is the woman who wiped your ass when you were a baby, who looked after you when you, when you couldn't look after yourself. So what we're now saying to our parents is, well, I'm sorry, Um, I have to go to work or I need to go out and do whatever I want to do or I have too many responsibilities and I couldn't be really bothered looking after you. So we'll get you put down.
0: That's not what you're saying. That,
4: that is what I'm no, no, saying. No, that. no, no, that, no, no. That's that
0: completely is. misrepresenting what dying with dignity is.
4: No, yeah, but no, no. No, no Well, no, 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 Sorry, Edward. Yeah, I
0: just have to correct Maliki. You're misrepresenting what it is. I'm
4: telling you. you no, know, you're not. Nobody they're is they're suggesting they're... for any
0: minute putting anybody down. The person themselves... Let's give a fair analogy. Your mother is sick. She's been given a terminal diagnosis. She has fourth stage cancer. She's in hospital. And she feels she's in a lot of pain, she's struggling to breathe, as my mother did, by the way, for the last two weeks of her life. She's struggling to breathe, and she turns around and says, I'd rather go quickly and me sleep tonight. Uh, would you ask the doctor to assist me to do that, um, do that piece? Uh,
4: you see, these things are all very well in theory. Well, but that's, in the practice, theory. That's, that's the theory, that's the theory isn't happens. it? That's not what happens in practice. And if you look at, again, when the abortion legislation came in, there was a review, and I think in five years, where they're demanding more and more, which is what we said would happen at the time. And if this legislation comes in, there will be a review in it, and it will be widened. There's no. Okay, okay. Well,
0: if anyone wants to give us a ring, by the way, the number is 8 That's oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. You can WhatsApp or text us. Sorry, okay, Edward. Right. Edward, you want to say something, to Maliki? There Go ahead.
2: Okay. So, so, and, and I, I, think this is a very valid point. Currently, that we moved a lot of the old age to nursing homes, and what happened? What yep. happened? What, what happened was a lot of these people died.
0: Yeah, because there was a oh, no, because no, no. there was a virus that targeted vulnerable oh, no, no, people. Now
3: yeah. yeah, yeah, there Nyle, a few Nyle, medical treatments. Just,
2: just, just, a different. Okay. It. Yes. Okay. So so somebody made a decision, right? Now somebody's making a decision on all those PCR tests to close down the country, and I have yet to hear what CT threshold we're using on Ireland that is making all these decisions.
0: Well, you, well, I can tell you the threshold because um, Neffet have already announced that it going gone back a long time with 35 to 45. That was the threshold they said they used. I, and, and I don't want to go back to, go, we're, we're going into COVID and I don't want to go into COVID tonight, Edward, if you don't mind.
3: Just, just, can you just, just
2: so we, we sort this out? Because I can see well, where there's a change where if the law comes in, there can be somebody saying, well, could we go this way or could we go that way? It depends on what way you want to go. So there are a lot of, there's a lot of malleability to it.
0: But you did say earlier on, if you were in a referendum situation, you'd vote yes to it.
2: I said, because you wanted me to make a decision. Well, yeah, but
0: that happens in a referendum. I want you to make a decision.
2: But it was either a yes or no. But the problem is, there's a lot of legalities, there's a lot of cultural issues. There's lots of things that you would have to clear or clarify in your head before you'd make that decision.
0: So stay there for a second, both. You let me go to Michael as well. Michael, you're an Ireland's classic kid, Hey, you doing, Michael? Good evening. Good evening, Michael. Uh, Michael, do you believe, uh, Would you vote yes if you if it was a referendum situation? I don't think it's going to be, but if it was a referendum situation to to allow people to die with dignity,
5: I wouldn't. Know. You wouldn't? Knowing the, the way the government are and, and the way things are, I wouldn't. know. it's not a lot of
0: trust in the government tonight, is there? we
5: won't here. i <laughs> well, just uh, being honest. I mean, it's all you know. They're only to used polls. Someone's dying of pancreatic cancer, blah, blah, blah. Save them out of their misery. They're going to push that. That's going to be the only angle. Same with the abortion and everything else. Same with the gay marriage and all this. There was no discussion. It's just, one they pick one little thing that like, a nice little golden nugget and then they like, shove it down your throat and then they... So they give you like, the
0: worst like, case scenario. Worst case scenario.
5: No, they give you a little... They give you the best case scenario in their, in their, yeah, case, in their nice, case. Yeah, in their case, yeah. Nice little golden nugget. And if you disagree, if you question it, you're a racist or a homophobe, you're an Islamophobe, you're a transphobe, you're a god, whatever else. And that's how they operate. And look, I don't know, if you think on this, if you had an honest, open conversation about this, I mean. But this of, is an honest,
0: open conversation, is it not?
5: No, I'm, I'm not finished yet. Oh. The amount of avenues and angles for abuse on this. I mean, I personally think it's a racket. They'll use it to. Many people out there that don't have families, elderly people that don't have families, and stuff, they'll just kill you off, take your stuff, and then they'll move it down the line and then they start killing off younger people. Like you're dealing with psychopaths.
0: So do you, do you think that if you were in that situation, and I mentioned earlier on the hypothetical situation, do you think that you would hand those tablets and a glass of water to somebody? No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't? Did
5: you see the movie Silent Green? No. Okay, there's a movie called Silent Green*. Green with uh, Charlton Heston in it. There's a, there's a scene in it where they, there's, a, there's a euthanasia room and they go in and it's basically... Um, it's all it's a nice room and you've got these two weird people in, in their kind of robes and they've got these, uh screen in the background with all flowers and bunny rabbits and all this kind of thing playing and it's all nice music playing, but they're killing you like, and that's how they... There these people are they make it out that it's a nice thing but they're just killing you off and taking your resources about- but it is, Well it
0: is a nice thing for some I mean sorry just get back to Malachy again Malachy I know there isn't people queuing at the airport to head off to Dignitas in Switzerland you know but in saying that there are people who avail of the service you know and, and we see we saw Mary Fleming obviously go to the High Court here in Dublin um, you know we've seen numerous cases across the UK of people taking test cases and yes it is politically motivated but some of these test you know. cases um,
4: any legislation that comes in there will be a bigger demand for it right and what we also know is that from all of the opinion polls this never comes up people this is not a cutting issue or an issue that people are are, are concerned about at, at present people are concerned about for instance housing and all of these other issues and, and the current state of the economy they're not this is distraction politics this is so that we'll end up discussing these issues and we won't discuss For instance, the the nonsense that passes for politics today. And it's done to to distract us. Mm -hmm. And there is no... You see, you know, what type of society are are we trying to build? What are we saying to our young children? You know, we're saying that you can kill a child before it's born
0: you can put down your well, own I mean, Malachi, yeah, Maliki. Maliki but see? That's
4: what we're saying. Well, well OK, 100%. but yeah, but I
0: understand, but you are a supporter of pro-life and that's the way you word it. Yes. Other oh, people no. who are pro-choice don't word it like that and they'll say, they no, it's just called mean, abortion or termination of pregnancy. Because
4: they can't admit
0: to themselves the reality of No, no, no costume, that's just your view right? of it. That's well, your view. Their okay. view is different. At, at well, I mean, why it, do you find it, Maliki, do I'm not disagreeing with you and I respect your position as being pro-life, but why do you find it so difficult to understand that people hold a different position and when they talk about that, they think about that aspect of life, of termination of pregnancy or abortion differently to you? Can you not, because, can because you not accept no, there are people who think about it? You don't have to agree no, with I, them.
4: Hold on. Uh, and I don't agree with them. No, you don't have to. But, you see, there is no human being. You, you even take a soldier out in the battlefield, he will admit that he has, if he's killed people, that it's a person. He won't try and say, oh, well, you know, I used um, a very nice bullet to do it, or whatever. You know, <laughs> the, 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 the reality and the end result doesn't change because of the language you use. At the end of it, in abortion, there is a dead child. And... A
0: dead two, unborn child. Go on. Well, yeah. you see... Well, no, I'm just practicing
4: you. Okay. If, if we look at, for instance... The bombing and then the skill and why do we always say the amount of people killed and a woman and, and two unborn children? Why do we say that if they're not children? Well
0: that's just you know, the way they that's just the way they, yeah, the they word it. Well, well they they true. worded like that, Malaki. You when know what I mean? Malachi you're involved in the legal business. You're not a stupid man. And they, they worded like that to get people's attention. Yes.
4: So it's a child when it suits us. And it's not a child. Well, it's, it's a child
0: teacher. if you're pro-life, and it's not a child if you're pro-choice. Oh no, hold on. Yes, Arthur that's Yee, the way it for is. For instance,
4: who are, are totally uh, pro-abortion will talk about two unborn children to and in kill them. All, All right.
0: right well, we're, we're going back to abortion again. But, stay, we'll stay, we'll stay there. Let me because I want to bring Sarah in as well. Just
4: finishing the point there. Now, yeah. Well, that, you see, the message we're sending to our children is because once this comes in, for it will start off with the old people, then it will be. It'll be younger people who have some kind of a without being disingenuous, some kind of a deformity or a mental deficiency or, or whatever the current terms are. And it would be people who, oh, well, we can't put them into John of God's, that ch- child there, because he'd be there for 20 years and the state will have to pay. So we may as well, you know, get rid of him.
0: That, that now, you're, you're jumping now, you it's know.
4: eugenics.
0: Yeah, no, it's you're it. jumping now from water to whiskey. You, know, you really are. We'll st- we'll stay well, there. Well, we'll... You can mix the two, not. <laughs> okay, we we'll stay there. Let me <laughs> the just water s- brings
4: out the flavour.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be drinking whiskey <laughs> and water. Sarah, you're an artist, class of kids. How are you doing, Sarah?
6: Hello, good evening.
0: Sarah, I mean, the idea of assisted suicide or dying with dignity or, you know, whatever wording you find the the most comfortable for it, I mean, would you vote for it? Yes. Okay, Um, and why would you?
1: I'm more connected to this on a personal feeling rather than how the government will do it. I had a parent last year that suffered really bad with cancer. Okay. I'm
0: sorry to hear that, by the way.
1: Aye, thank you. It was a long, drawn-out process um we got to the end obviously there was no help in the end and nothing worked like you said earlier the morphine I know we have the palliative care but it goes it got so bad that we couldn't transfer her from the hospital to the palliative care and she really really suffered was just in pain was ended up in a na in a bed memory gone was being didn't they didn't even they stopped the feeding at the end. She like, got an infection, couldn't eat in the stomach, didn't treat the infection because they knew she wouldn't get through it. And oh, to, to, to watch that was hard. Yep. And the staff are great. The hospital was great.
0: But can I ask you a question? Uh, and, you yeah. know, this is a family member of yours, right? And yeah. Did that person who was ill and who's eventually... not I
1: want to go through that?
0: Well, this is the point I'm saying. But but did they not, I mean, it is a human instinct to fight for life and to fight to live. Did they not want to continue? I mean, at any point did that person say to you, God, I'd rather be dead?
1: Yeah. Uh, you see, obviously we knew we were given a time frame at between three to six months and then it just went rapidly downhill. I mean, within a couple of weeks. Yes. Yeah. But she'd been in pain for like eight, nine months. It was gradually... You know trying to fight through it but then it just got to the stage just the last i'd say three weeks just get me out of here don't want to be here i, I don't want to go through this i want this to end now yeah just wanted it over
0: and, and we do to some degree i mean when you see mechanical morphine being used and a morphine pump being used that essentially is assisted suicide yep. Um, because yeah. because what we are doing is we're pumping an overdose of morphine that eventually actually shuts down the organs, but it does it, keep, you know make people pass away with less pain.
1: It does. Just what I saw was it didn't. It kind of just to me it just dragged the pain. It prolonged us. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it just it kept a body, a person trapped in a body just trapped in pain. That, that's what I thought. I mean, and, and all the functions mm-hmm. just went one by one by one. And uh, that, So you know so you
0: I, believe if somebody was copus mentis and, you know, your family member decided, you know, close to the start of this, when they start to go downhill rapidly at the first instance, that they should be able to say to a doctor, I don't want to go through six weeks of this. I don't want to go through four weeks of this. Can you give me an injection or a tablet now that I can pass away peacefully tonight when you sleep?
1: I do, and I and I understand. But would you have
0: done that? Would you have done that, Sarah, to that family member if they said to you, and I gave the hypothetical situation earlier on: there's a glass and two tablets there. Would you pop them into my mouth? Would you, you know because I want to die? Would you have done that?
1: I would, and only because there was nothing left to help and there was nothing to stop the pain and the suffering. After trying things, I I, I do understand what people are saying. You know. It's not an easy option. It's not just killing off people. it's not
0: well Maliki believes it devalues life
1: i and i and i get I do understand what he's saying, and I understand what he's feeling, but when when I was there, I went through that I wouldn't wish that on anybody and i would do it I would do it for my family members and when whenever we go
0: back to Maliki. Maliki, you've even listening there to Sarah who had a family member obviously go through a very difficult passing. I mean, in those sort of situations, people obviously believe that they would much rather that person didn't have to go through the suffering.
4: Well, firstly, course, they my father, and my father-in-law died of cancer, you know, and they had a tough battle.
0: I why watch somebody bed, die of cancer? You know,
4: and that took, you know, a, a yeah. period of time. But you see, that's not what we're looking for. What, what they're looking for is for society to say it's okay. And we know that with every law that has been brought in anywhere in the world it will be expanded and it will be abused. And what you think it's for today won't be what it ends up as. And you cannot trust
0: but you, the political... Yeah, but you, 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 you can't base all anything. your decisions, and I understand what you're saying. I do, I do understand what you're saying, that all these laws end, end up being more liberal or becoming more liberal as time goes on. But you can't think about that every time we talk about or discuss a piece it of legislation. Well, you
4: see, why don't we just say then, OK, well, let's bring in eugenics and, and let's go the whole hog. And do it.
0: Because that would be ridiculous. Why? Well, right now, that would I'm, be ridiculous.
4: That's where we're going.
0: Well, maybe, maybe that is, maybe that is yeah. where we're going in 20 that's or 30 years' going. time, but at this very moment in time, that would be ridiculous. Why? Well, because I think it would be ridiculous. Well, but, but, but there are I'm sure there are people who agree with it, by the way.
4: And there are. They just won't admit it. But that's the, the, the way they're going. And mm. that's the way all of this legislation writes. And if you look at countries where they have allowed this, you know, it has moved on to young children now at 12 and 13, 14. Deciding that they want to end their life because they have some illness, and their parents are agreeing with this in some cases, and, the, and I where the parents something. disagree, the, the the medical people are taking over and, and carrying it out. You know, there have been a number of court cases in Scandinavian countries over this. You know, this is not a type of society. I want a society yeah. that values life. Okay, sorry, Sarah. What are you trying
0: to say? Sorry, I was just trying to say. And he did he say? Is
1: this, was it brother and father that suffered of cancer?
4: My father and me yeah. got me um, father
3: law.
1: Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's horrible. But if you have someone that's after going through a year fighting... They, they did. Okay, so, so you're down to the last three, four weeks of life when they're in serious pain. Serious pain, the mind, they're just, they do not want to be up there anymore. Why keep them in a the bed like that? In and out, not being able to do absolutely anything for themselves, pumping them with morphine 24 hours a day. Why, Why keep them like that for three or four weeks? Because and that's the life that home. they
4: have, you see, you, you, the, once you bring in this legislation,
1: I know. then it, it
4: will be opened up,
1: I know, and that, it, it will come down to, as treatment.
4: everything else in this country and in the Western world comes down to, it'll come down to money, and if Johnny, for instance, is injured in a car crash, and there's no insurance to pay for his treatment, and he, he's, for instance, he, he's in a coma, you know, he's not going yeah. to get treatment, he's going to be removed. You know, and and that's
0: what's coming. Okay, well... um, I mean, do do you... I mean, I I do understand what Maliki is trying to say, but but he's looking at the worst-case scenario. But, I mean...
4: You're looking at the worst-case
0: scenario on the other side. Well, no, I'm not, and I accept what you say, that all legislation that comes in eventually gets tweaked, becomes liberalised... And they, they, you know, they're kind of different.
1: Yeah, surely to God this would have to be seriously regulated. And ah, seriously still, you know, I mean, and I mean look with respect to
0: what Maliki said already, you know, we've had numerous pieces of legislation brought in and referendums uh, over the last course, the last 20 years. And, you know, as we move forward in time, they get changed and changed and changed and, yeah, and so more liberalised. Like
1: and said, and I don't country, think we're going to we, see this happen anytime
0: soon. Right, well, I, to be honest with you, I think we will see it happen very oh. soon. Yeah, okay. I think we will. Uh, and I, I think you know that, Maliki, don't you?
4: I think it's coming down the tracks, but
0: I think we have to, to, to
4: be opposed to it. And, I, uh, you know, but these things have a time frame. If these things come in, the same as abortion, in the next generation or the generation after that, people will be saying, what did we do? Why did we let people do that? And we're talking about, you know, mother and baby homes today from 50 years ago. You know, in 50 years, people will be saying, what kind of lunatics were running around this country? Mm. In, in the early two thousands, that allowed this to happen, and at least I'll be able to say, "Well, you know, I did what I could to try and stop it."
0: Okay, stay there for a second. Let me go to Tommy as well. Stay there, please, Sarah. Uh, Tommy, you're an Ireland's classic kid. Say you, and Tommy.
3: Hi, um In one sense, I kind of be in favour of it in extreme circumstances. But the comments your the other night came up with, Neil, about the older generation, I think you should retract that statement, please.
0: Which statement was that? Which statement was that?
3: You know, about um, the older generation, people. You know, about, um, what was it? What did he say? About, uh, oh heck, what was it? I think something about, you know, the children going out to work and that, and they they can't look after the parents. They don't want to look after after the parents and that and say, you know, that sort of stuff he was on about. I, I think I think that well with
0: respect, Tommy. I think that was in reference to what I was saying earlier on that <clears throat> the people, yeah, you know the people, saying? the people who object to this legislation believe uh, that this legislation would make older people feel less valuable, and that children, uh, that they think they think their children will think that they're, they're a burden on them. I think that's the point he's making. But maybe Maliki was a bit more well, flip, a bit more flippant it? in the way he worded it.
4: Yeah, it may have been. But yeah. that's the reality.
0: Well, well yeah, what, I, I'm wondering, Tommy, what particular statement he made that you want him to retract.
4: It's just the way he put it, more or less.
3: The, the way he worded it? Up. So
4: you yeah. don't disagree with what I said, just how I said
3: it? I, it's totally... The way you put it was wrong, because it's not fair to say something like that about older people. I wasn't saying anything about
4: older people. I mean, I with the greatest respect,
0: Tommy Maliki he's been defending older people since he came on the air.
3: OK, he might be defending... But the way he said this, the statement... Nah. OK, getting back to what you were saying, I would be inclined to agree with... in. in in extreme cases,
0: if right, the person okay.
3: could not look after themselves in that, you know... Okay, so in a in case,
0: say, like, Mary Fleming, who is a very famous Irish case here...
3: Yeah, I heard uh, I heard that one All right. Yeah, like, and, and, and Mary, obviously,
0: she couldn't feed herself, she couldn't look after yeah. herself, she had to be looked after yeah. by her partner. Uh, yeah. You believe in that kind of case when she, if she yeah. decides she wants to die, she should yeah. be allowed to be assisted yeah. to die?
3: The, yeah, because I think, as exactly that late Gerard said there, being pumped with morphine, their body it's going to be able to take, first start, it's going to numb them. But then after a while, with you being pumping so long, and that, the body's not, it's just going to, you know, like every other drug you take, your body's just not going to be able to cope with it. No. You know, your no. body just can't cope. Nah. There's nothing there's I, nothing I, worse. I, I mean, I
0: I I completely understand Sammy what you're saying and what Sarah was talking about and I witnessed somebody dying of cancer uh go back many too. years ago.
3: My, my older my older brother passed away nearly 2 years ago. And you I know you know things.
0: what I I was there in a hospital and this person was gasping for breath. Yeah.
3: yeah. And I I, so worried, I sat there yeah.
0: and I, and I I was thinking to myself can somebody not put this poor man out of his misery? That's
3: sure. what I was thinking. I said, yeah. I live here in Galway. My brother was living in Wexford He was in the Waterford Hospital for years and that, and uh, it took a long while for the, to to find out what was causing the problem with his body and that. And it turned out he had Thalassemia. Um, it was a can- something to do with the white blood cells and cancer and that, you know. Mm, yeah. And he was in Northern Hospital for years on end and that, but he was really treated with it, with respect. He even the staff. Any time I went down to, the staff had praised, not praise, because they said it never, never complained about his condition, you
0: know. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I, sorry, Malachy, <laughs> just to get back to you, sorry, and all of a second, Sarah, as well. Malachy, yeah. in relation to the person that I witnessed dying going back many years ago, you said you witnessed people dying of cancer. I, I witnessed somebody dying, I think it was lung cancer the chap had, but um, he struggled to breathe for the last, say, 24 hours and to watch this man go through what he went through and genuinely the thought that was coming through my head. And I stayed there uh, with another family member who was with him. And all the, the, whole, the whole 24 hours consisted of him waking up every five minutes and going and making these incredible sounds, trying, trying to get a breath of air. And I said, like, knowing that he was going to die, I, I, in my own head, I was saying, would somebody please help this man to just die? I mean, like I mean, I mean Maliki would you not agree that in those circumstances, that's the way you'd feel?
4: Yes, of course. But, you know, we often feel things many times that, you know, you don't really want to put into practice.
0: And well, I would might, on that occasion, to be well, honest with you.
4: Well, you probably wouldn't have now. When, when, it, when it comes to it, if this legislation is brought in, it will be brought in, and they will use the, the Fleming case, and they'll use you know other emotive cases to get it in. When the reality is, that once it comes in, it'll be carte blanche and it will be expanded. And that's the reality. And what we're, what we're saying to people, that your life is not as valuable as somebody else's, that you must be young and
0: productive. Do you, do you see it like that, sir? Do you see what Malachi is trying to give say?
1: You, give me an example. Who, whose life is not as good as someone else's? Exactly. In what situation?
4: Well, anybody who will be a candidate for, for to be put down. And it will
0: it's extend to. It, it, it I mean, I Malik, mean, you keep saying that, but I, the legislation will, doesn't, and I can't see ever allow for somebody else making a decision for another person.
4: Niall, if I was to ask you 10 years ago, you would have said you couldn't envisage this type of legislation coming or many of the other types of legislation that have come in. But the reality is... I suppose
0: over the last year and a half, nothing will surprise me, to be honest with you.
4: You know, you said earlier that that we must be progressive. We're actually regressing as a society society, because we're now prepared to kill and
0: remove those. I think the point that he's he's making is... is, Those
1: are people that that have asked for this and have said, I do not want to go through this. I've nothing left that can help me. I've nothing else except endless suffering and at the end of it i cannot take it anymore i just I cannot I do this anymore so no you don't get now. the right to make that decision about your own body and what you're going through because you oh, think oh, hold on. you can make whatever decision you want about your own
4: body but
1: what your
3: what
4: this legislation seeks to do is to get society to say it's okay for but you are, to do whatever you want. Society. And I don't and think not, it is okay. Are you and me
1: not society to make that decision whether it's okay society to help Society is much bigger than menace? me. Sorry? Are you?
4: Society is much bigger than me and you.
1: Yeah, but are we not part of it? Do we not, do we not contribute towards... Well, I'm decision? not prepared to put
4: somebody down.
0: Yeah, I mean, no. do, I mean, do, just, just finally, because I have to go I have to go into the break, Sarah, but but I mean, just finally, in relation... Actually, i tell you what, if you want to hold on, I, I have to go into a break, and I'm going to come back to you and Maliki after the break as well. Thanks, Tommy, as well. All right, just going to go back to Maliki very quickly, but in the meantime, I want you to have a th- quick think about this. We were talking about the office today, you know, in relation to a couple of cases that we'd spotted in the paper, you know, in relation to the people who had committed serious crime, be it rape, paedophilia, murder. I'm talking about serious crime. I'm not talking about somebody who robs a, a loaf of bread. Would you give them a second chance or do they deserve a second chance? In other words, they do their time, their 15, 20 years in jail and they get out. Do you believe they deserve a second chance at life? In other words, should somebody give them a job? Should they not be harassed on the street? Should they not be judged anymore once they serve their time? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Or maybe you believe, well, sorry... You made a big mistake in your life, pal. Well, it's not a mistake, you made a decision to kill somebody or you made a decision to rape somebody or abuse a child or whatever it happened to be, you don't deserve a second chance. You should have been killed, actually. Let me know what you think. The number's 087-188-008. Sorry, Maliki, just to come back to you in relation to dying with Dignity Bill. Now, this particular bill, by the way, uh, was quite a short bill comparison to, say, a bill similar to it in New Zealand, which is 240 pages. This particular bill was only five pages long. So I think it was a bit naive to, to think that it was actually going to get through this stage.
4: Well, when you consider that the same people who are promoting it are the same people who want to decriminalise and legalise drugs, you know, would you wonder... You know, if there's any intellect at all with them, I mean, it's a wonder that these people get elected and it says something about the the democratic process in this country.
0: Well, you well, know. no, it does say something about politics and about the way we run a country when, you know, we have the chair of the Justice Committee, James Lawless, will look at it and say, well, <laughs> off you go now, here's your piece of paper, you can take that off there and come back to you when you have not finished. So at least that is the proper process, isn't oh, it?
4: Yes, yes, but I mean, that somebody would bring a bill which is clearly so full of holes.
0: Flawed. And unworkable.
4: Yeah, that, you know, and it's not that they don't have the expertise in them. I mean, even independents all have the backup of the civil service there and all, you know, the legal apartments and all of that, you know. But again, this is just gesture politics and it's about populism and it's about getting their name in the paper.
0: And well, well I mean, like I, do, the, I don't know how that system works. If I'm a politician and, you know, I decide I'd like to bring a bill through the doll, do, do I get the assistance, for example, of the OPLA, the Office of Parliamentary Legal Advisors, do I get their assistance when I'm drafting that bill? Do I draft it myself, send it to them, they have a quick look over it and make a few tweaks to it give it back to you? How does that I don't well, even know of how of system
4: groups, Well, all of the parties in the independent groups would have access to all of that. But the first thing you do if you're elected is you will employ one or two advisors that, that me and the rest of the taxpayers will pay for.
0: Yeah, well they they get well paid. Okay, stay there well, stay there for a second, let me go to Libby as well. Libby or are classic says it hits so how are you, Libby?
6: Hi, Nile, How are you?
0: Good. Libby, I mean, this pill, bill didn't make it past the doll today, but it will come back again maybe in a year's time. I mean, if it did go to, say, a referendum or they had to have a referendum or, you know, if, for example, you know, the um, Attorney General decided it needs to go to a referendum, would you vote yes?
6: Yeah, I would. I would, As long as the legislation was really kind of airtight, like what that guy Malachi was saying about um, laws always getting sort of more... Liberal. As they go on, exactly. Yeah. Um. I totally hear what he's saying about that, but but I'm, you know, he keeps talking about we're asking society to make this decision, but actually, it's it's not about the society's decision for the person. It's about their, the person's own, the person's own decision for themselves.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Um. So. Uh, just, uh, yes, in other just, words, it's yeah. personal
0: responsibility, yes.
6: Yeah, I'm, like, I mean, you know, earlier on he mentioned oh, people sort of with intellectual disabilities, blah, blah, blah. like, I work with adults with intellectual disabilities, and more and more laws come out every year to protect the rights of people, men and women with, with, you know, physical disabilities, intellectual disabilities. I can never, ever, ever see the society going towards, oh, well, that person, you know, doesn't have value, blah, blah, blah. If this
4: legislation comes in, come back on the radio in 10 years and we'll be discussing it being extended to those people. When, you, when, I, you, when I, you, I, you
0: say extended to those people, to give those people a right to make that decision, if indeed we believe they have the cognitive ability to do well, that, I wouldn't you, object to that, well, Maliki. I mean,
6: you I you mean then, then they, they would have the same on. right as any other man and woman. You know if, what I mean? But, like, I lost my dad two months ago, um, and he like, I'm so grateful every day that he didn't suffer because he just he he wouldn't have been able to you know what I mean he just as mm-hmm. as a person it, it he was it wouldn't have been just it wouldn't have been what I wanted for him, but had he have gone on and he was sick for years and years, and the time had come that there was nothing else for him to do like i would have i would I would like to afford him the dignity of choice to make that decision for his life. It wouldn't be my decision for his life. It would be his decision for his own life. And and I, I, d- I don't disagree afford- with you,
0: Libby, but I think the point Maliki's is making is we operate as a society. And as a society, we disagree with murder, we disagree with rape, we disagree with pedophilia, we disagree with speeding in a car, we disagree with all those things that are legal in this country, right? Mm. And we make those decisions as a society of how we believe our society should run. Now, all, I mean, if I want, I can go out and speed in a car tonight. You know, there's nothing yeah. stopping me from doing it unless I get a by the guards. But to the point making is making is that, you know, people do. Look, we already have morphine in this country and, you know, people go on morphine pumps before they die. And usually that is to some degree assisted suicide or assisted death anyway. And palliative care, of course, helps people to have a nice passing, a peaceful passing, hopefully painless in most cases. But the point he's making is that if we agree to this legislation... We're essentially devaluing life, and I think that as a society, because no, we're no, saying no, that like, no, it's okay, no. it's okay for us just to decide at some point, Asher, I'm out of here now.
6: no, that's fundamentally the opposite but that, of no, that's doing. just
0: what he's saying. I'm just you know yeah
6: and I, and I understand that, but i I fun like I believe it's fundamentally the opposite. I think it's it's giving people the the right to choose for themselves and it's giving people the dignity to choose themselves. It's not it's nothing to do with society making that decision for them. And I like if it were a stage where we were come you know, we got to a society where like, oh that person's not worth living, that person's not worth living, I would agree with what Malachi is saying, but this that's not what this law would be doing or that's not what I would hope that this law would would that's be what doing. It would I
4: think. We know well, that I mean that's what, you, that's what
6: your fear that it will evolve into and I, and I would share those fears, but that's not what we're talking well, about. Well, then why, why would you like, open
4: the floodgates?
6: Because because we still should live in a society where we value people enough to let them to afford them to make their own decisions. Well, do you, then why do do we, we,
4: why do we restrict it then to, to people who are sick? Why do we not just allow suicide in general?
0: We do allow suicide. Well, allowed, suicide yes, suicide is not illegal in this country. I, would, I don't believe it's an option. It should be an option for people. I mean, they should think about that option always. But it's not illegal. It was at one point in this country.
3: Well, yeah, it was the only uh, crime
4: think, that if you were successful at you couldn't be prosecuted, or you could no, be prosecuted. I
6: mean, no, for, for me, for me, it would be kind of the strict things where you're sort of end of life anyway. You're within a palliative care, and I mean, like my dad was in a palliative care, so he had everything. He had psychologists, he had psychiatrists, he, he had physios, he had consultants, nurses, everything, you know, medical professionals, never mind. But there was nothing in this, legis- in this
4: bill to say that it was restricted to palliative care, people who were in palliative care.
0: See, I think the problem with this piece of legislation, Libby, was, and we talked about it at the time when the bill was first went through the second stage of the doll um, that, for example, when they talked about being diagnosed with a terminal illness, there was no time limit on that. You know, a yeah. doctor could say to you tomorrow you've a terminal illness, but that doesn't—that he might say you might live ten years or twenty years, and they didn't want a time limit on it. In other words, you might have twenty years left in your life.
6: Yeah, and I would, I would probably disagree with that, and um, I'd be, be well, then you I
0: would I disagree. Well, then you would disagree with this bill because that—that's what this bill said.
6: Potentially, but mm. if we're talking about just the the, the point of the uh, you know assisted. Yeah. Uh, so will I help, however. Oh,
0: I'm I'm losing know. your line there, Libby. Sorry, you're breaking up a little bit. Sorry.
6: Sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. However, you want
0: to. I would agree. Oh, we, we've we've lost. We I think we've lost Libby's line altogether. I do apologise, Libby. And Malik, I've, I've lost you. That well, I haven't lost you. I've let you go. Listen, thank you, Malik, for staying with me so long, Libby. I do apologise for losing your line there, but the, unfortunately, it became un illegible or inaudible. Probably the word. Uh, anyway, I need to move on, and um. Clearly, sorry, I didn't want—I didn't mean to cut Libby short, but clearly Libby would be against the idea of the legislation being extended that far out. She would agree with the legislation, provided uh, it was foolproof in relation to the restrictions around it. I think that's the point she was trying to make. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic hits.